What is up? Coming to you live from the jungle, the home of our little tiger. It's time for another episode of Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast, episode 267. It is February 28th, 2022. And boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> How is everybody doing tonight? If you are watching this live, like my friend Jai Polidor is on Facebook, it is 10.14 in the post-meridian Pacific time zone. We are incredibly late. But honestly, I'm deliberately doing these later because I notice more parents like me are up at this hour after their children have gone to sleep. Uh, Ty went to sleep a little while ago, but my computer was being uncooperative <laughs> to to turn on. It didn't want to turn on. I was terrified. I'm like, oh, there goes the other 266 episodes of the podcast. Lost into the ether. But thankfully, it did fire up after 500 attempts to turn it on. So here we are. This past weekend was very fun. Uh, my wife being a very big monster truck enthusiast and our son tiger being a big enthusiast of anything with wheels uh, we went to the monster jam if you're not familiar with monster jam that's monster trucks doing awesome things and my wife has has gone many times and she's she's been wanting to go for years I've <laughs> I think we had wanted to go, I think, before Tiger was born. But they they weren't coming back around until 2020. And I'm pretty sure that 2021 got canceled. And then we wouldn't have gone anyway because we had a newborn. <laughs> and then last year, we were just busy trying to get Ty into preschool. So I think we missed last year because we were busy trying to figure our stuff out over here after we had moved to the OC. But now this year, Tiger's older Tiger was very excited about anything with wheels Rosa got us tickets and yesterday we went to the Angel Stadium of Anaheim the old Anaheim Stadium I, I don't know what they call it now I still call it the Big A uh, I, I don't remember the last time I went to the Big A it must have been like 2006 or 2007 maybe the last time I went down there I think I saw an Angels game courtesy of some friends who gave me a ticket but uh, been a long time, and uh, we, we went to go see the monster trucks. We we, we got Tiger uh, prepared. Rosa was showing him YouTube videos so he could see what he was in for. Because honestly, um, prior to yesterday, we were not sure how he was going to handle a large crowd or a large stadium. Because you know he's, he's still two years old. Uh, you know he he keeps looking like an older kid and acting like an older kid, but still, at the end of the day, sometimes, he, he's still a two-year-old. And, I don't know, maybe seeing uh, so much con concentrated amounts of people in one area or being really up high, because we got seats way up top, which turned out to be really awesome. Uh, spoiler alert. So we weren't sure if we were going to be there for five minutes or two hours. We, we, we didn't know. And uh, so you know, we showed t uh, Rosa put on some Monster Jam on YouTube Saturday afternoon. 
he watched it. He seemed like he was into it. He, he already he loves cars. He loves wheels. He loves anything that moves. Any type of vehicle with wheels, he is all about it. And we were counting on that love that was, was going to carry us through through the afternoon. It was it was a nice matinee monster truck show. I guess they they had had one on Saturday night, but I guess they did do the matinee for the families. And that that was when we did get over to the Big A Sunday afternoon. There was a lot of families. And I th- and uh, I theorized with with my wife earlier today when we were discussing it over lunch. I was like, "Yep, oh, it, it must have been the fact that Ty saw so many other kids. I think that helped him feel more comfortable." Uh, I mean, granted, we are still in a pandemic. We, we we were we kept our masks on. Ty had his mask on for a little while, but I think we were more concerned about his ears. Rosa had ordered these awesome little uh, noise reducing earmuffs for him and we've been kind of trying to get him accustomed to it because he's not really into headwear he, he right now he he's very opposed to putting stuff on his head uh, just uh, the, the week before we we, we, we overcame uh, his not liking helmets we got him to wear a helmet because he wants to ride his his scoot scoot and his tricycle so I think he's getting more comfortable with it. I think he's starting to understand oh I need these things I well when mama and dada make me put something on my head, it's not for funsies. It's it's for, for a reason. And yeah, as we were walking up to the stadium, uh, naturally it took forever to get inside. <laughs> I think I think my my memory had been wiped. It, it had been many years since I, to a, I've been to any sporting event. Uh, I don't know why I thought, oh, Angels, Angel Stadium should be much more organized than Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium has two horrible entry points. <laughs> It's difficult to get in there. Like I, I didn't recall what it was like. However, you know, like I said, it was like 15 years ago. Last time I'd been to Angel Stadium, I think they're more organized. I was wrong. <laughs> the front ent- entry point we we avoided, and I, we went in the back way. And yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> it, it took an eternity. I'm like, oh no, this is I, I forgot. This is normal. This is when 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 you gather thousands of people in one spot there's no organization there's no it's just a, a bunch of people being rude to each other cutting each other off trying all trying to get in and I think from when we got off the 57 to actually getting out of the car it was probably about like 30 to 40 minutes but we got out and then we were walking towards the stadium and I guess the show had already started because at that point it was like it was three I think the yeah, the food prices. We did not buy a single food thing. Cheese and crackers. Good God. <laughs> we we ate before we 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 ate before we got there, and we made sure that we didn't eat until we left. R- Rosa kept looking at all the food prices, and she said, "These motherfuckers want eight dollars for a bag of peanuts." <laughs> They, the it was it was just the twenty dollars for a helmet full of nachos. <laughs> was that helmet sanitized, or did that helmet come straight from the factory? It, it was just I I think was it Rosa's? I was like six bucks for like a little cup of Dippin' Dots. It was just it, yeah. I, I I didn't even I I consciously was not even looking. I was like, no, we're not gonna eat there. I may have forgotten what it's like to park there, but I do remember how much it costs to eat at one of these places. 
granted, when I was younger, I was more forgiving. I, I'd be more than willing to throw down for, for Dodger dogs and, and garlic fries at Dodger Stadium. Because I'm like, I can't get Dodger dogs anywhere. I can't get these garlic fries anywhere else. That's fine. I'll, I'll throw down 20-something dollars for, for, for some dogs and some garlic fries. But I'm a dad now, and I have a family. I can't be doing that. <laughs> It, just, it, it, it doesn't fiscally make sense. I, I, I see it. I saw it all around us. People were just buying up the food. Because, you know, when you're in there, you're a hostage. It's either you starve or you pay. <laughs> but for people like us, we planned ahead. We're like, no, we're going to eat just before we get there. <laughs> we stopped, got some fast food, scarfed it down, went in. Ty had his water bottle. He was good. Afterwards, after the hour and a half it took for us to leave, <laughs> we got Mama some ice cream from the Sonic, and then we went to In-N-Out Burger and got ourselves some burgers for a reasonable, much more reasonable price than whatever they would have sold us at the Big A. <laughs> I know they got bills to pay, but good God. But yeah, as we were walking up, uh, uh, Ty, like you, you could hear like it, the, the show had already started, and you could, you couldn't just hear the monster trucks you could feel them like it's like for me it was also my first monster truck show you know as a kid i i was telling rosa about how like i remember the commercials like sunday 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 at anaheim stadium truckzilla is gonna come in and eat a truck and then there's gonna be a monster truck race and a demolition derby sunday 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 bring the kids <laughs> And it's now I understand, oh, bring the kids, because the kids are the target demographic for this. Kids love trucks and destruction and and all the jumping. And and that I, I think that's that was, that was the most fascinating thing for me is, because um, I kept wondering, like, why don't they show this live? Why, why isn't this broadcast on ESPN 8, The Ocho? How 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 is it like? I can only find YouTube videos of this stuff. Oh, it has to be edited because, like, every third truck is gonna like, go down because they're gonna try some kind of crazy trick, and those things, they're super powerful and they're super agile, but they're also super heavy, and sometimes it, it, it the 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 tricks or the turns do not go as planned, and. And what's what's truly amazing is sometimes, like, if they spin the wheels the right way, they, they could be sideways or upside down, but if they hit the wheels the right way, they can almost bounce right back up. It's like a video game. <laughs> it's impressive. So, okay, I, 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 I tangented myself on that one. But, yeah, yeah I, I didn't know what to expect. It's my first time. It's Tiger's first time. We're walking up, and you feel is giant engines of destruction and I was like whoa I felt it go down my spine and I felt and I was carrying Ty I felt it go down his spine and then he started like shaking and I was like is this a fear shake or an excitement shake I wasn't quite sure I'm like oh boy are, are we not even going to be able to get in but from the angle we were walking in we were walking down I guess what I guess we were walking down the third baseline for those of you who are baseball savvy of the stadium, and then we were able to see the the, the giant, uh, the the big screen, the Titantron, whatever you want to call it, the Spectrovision, whatever fancy name they call these things now. Diamond, I remember Doctor Sam is the Diamond Vision screen. 
we could see it, and Ty looked up and he saw like the uh, one of the trucks was like they were, they were racing because we we missed the the part where the where the trucks race against each other for the fastest time. And he could, he he looked up with his sharp little tiger eyes, and he saw <gasps> monster truck. I'm like that's right, buddy. We're gonna see the monster trucks. He's like monster truck, and he was excited. Okay, it was it was not a fear shake. It was an excitement shake. He was excited. He's like, oh, he could feel the trucks. And we get there, and uh, we get inside. Uh, Rosa breaks out the the Ticketmaster app, and now you, you got to do it through an app now. Like I don't know if they even let you print out tickets anymore. And they're like, oh, Ticketmaster app, and they, they, they scan the app off of Rosa's phone, and we get in it, get in. And I like we we got tickets pretty up high because we're like oh we want to make sure okay we're a further away you know we don't know how tigers gonna react. Also, Rosa picked out some good seats that that wouldn't have anyone in front of us because of my long legs and in case we needed to make a quick exit. And we 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 go up the because uh, they don't have uh, escalators there like at a Dodger Stadium or they they have you know you the interminable like. Yeah, see, I think that's that's one of the big differences between the Big A and Dodger Stadium is that, like, you have to, at Dodger Stadium, your ticket, you have to find your entrance. Either you're at the the people with money entrance at the bottom field level, or you gotta you got to take the escalators outside all the way up to the reserve or top deck to get to your seats. At, 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 at Angel Stadium, everybody goes in the same entrance, or... <laughs> And then you gotta walk up these, these angled, like it wasn't stairs, but it was like angled sidewalks. They just climb upwards forever. <laughs> and I had forgotten about those. I was like, oh man, this thing's weird. You're just going these long hall, hallway-like structures to go up and climb up and climb up and climb up. We we got to the top. We got to our seats. We sat T down, and he was just and he was hooked. Like, if you, if you go to in, my Instagram at uh, Dre GP Podcast, I got a st- I got a story up. You go go find. I don't know if the story's still up. It might it might not be up anymore because it's past twenty four hours. I have to put it in the archive. But you see, T was just like he's like monster trucks, and he was just focused on it, and he was just like he's blowing us off. He's like, no, I'm I'm focused on what's going on down there. And he's watching, and then like, like I was alluding to earlier, like uh, now I understand why this is not a TV sport. I mean, it has to be edited and prepared for television. Yeah, because I was saying every third truck was just going down. They're they're trying to do something amazing, but something would pop, something would break, or or the engine would just not fire, <laughs> or the engine in one case would be on fire. <laughs> I, I think that that was one of the trippiest things for me. Was one of the trucks like wound up sideways as they, they were going off of this one wrap to get some big air, but sometimes the landing they they, they it, it was it was a rough landing. It was, they weren't landing on a flat surface; they're landing in, in, in another mound of dirt, and sometimes it just jump up. And depending on the angle with with which they came down, the the physics man, these drivers got to be like experts on physics and angles because. You you can't just not anyone can drive these trucks. You you have to have high level of skill and a high level of crazy to drive these things. <laughs> like one of the trucks went went sideways, wound up on its side, 
and he was down. And then you can see the, the, the if you look up on the on the, on the big screen, you see the uh, the other angle the cameraman was coming in or the camera shooting, you can just see the engine underside just on fire. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> oh no no no. <laughs> and and then the the crew, I mean, because they got like two tractors and uh, some golf carts with with, with some with, with some maintenance dudes, they just run out there. And I I don't even want to say. There wasn't that much urgency. They are used to it. Like me, like me, obviously novice. Never watched this live before, because <laughs> I'm sure they don't show the fires on on the on the curated videos. <laughs> this truck is on fire on its underside. They just casually walk up. They put it out. Tractor comes over, pulls it over, and after having been on its entire underside on fire, the truck drives off. And I have my child next to me, and there's a bunch of children around me. I'm like, what? I'm trying not to swear. I'm like, what the? Okay. <laughs> and the guy behind me is like, that truck was on fire. Drove off. I'm like, I know. <laughs> this is, this is wild. <laughs> uh, there, there was a, there was a couple of, of of trucks and drivers that really impressed me. I think uh, uh, my wife kept thinking of, uh, there was this one called Avenger that I was going to be a real big fan of, but he he, he was cool. But I was more impressed. There was one called there was a truck called Zombie, and that that driver was awesome. Like they they because they, they have race and then they they try to do tricks, and then they have like freestyle where they just go wild for two minutes, and the, the, the zombie. So what's cool again probably something else why they can't do it on TV like in the stand they all have their like it's like it's it's a it's almost like pro wrestling where they all got their theme songs. Like while they're running, while they're doing their thing, the, the, the stadium speakers are blasting their theme songs. And, and it's usually very like theme, like a theme appropriate. Like Gravedigger had Highway to Hell. <laughs> like El Toro Loco was playing Miserlou from, from uh, everyone would know that better from like Pulp Fiction. It's a... Uh, Dale, who, who, do you remember the band Dale and the Deltones for Mr. Lou? You remember El Toro Loco's music? It was that Dick Dale. Dick Dale. Thank you. My, my my brain wasn't working. Dick Dale's, you know, Mr. Lou. And uh, so Zombie had Michael Jackson's Thriller, <laughs> and you, you you could see he was deliberately like. He like go hard in reverse as hard as possible, and he'd slam on the brakes so it looked like the car, the, the truck was moonwalking. <laughs> and he was just busting tricks, and he and he was nailing the the moves like he was going through that the dangerous jump, and he like and he cruised, and he, he 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 hit it at the right angle, cruised right through, did another little moonwalk, and was was rolling around. It was awesome. And then there was this other one. Uh, Mutt Monster, I think, was was the truck's name, and that one was cool. That that, that truck had a cool run too. That that one, uh, I was real happy watching that one. And the the the, the driver climbed out like after his two minute run was done, uh, he climbed out of the truck, jumped on the hood, and he was just dancing, getting the crowd into it. Like they're showmen, they they know what they're doing. It was fun. I, I like I just had a lot of fun. Every time the the trucks were running, and, the, and there was like a little you know in between time in between each truck run, because you know, like depending on how the truck did before, if the, if the truck before exploded in pieces, they had to come out and clean that up, or if the other truck had a clean run and, and, and escaped. Yeah, 
uh, Grave Digger. Like it was the 40th anniversary of Grave Digger. That that driver, I guess, uh, during the they were doing a skills challenge. He rolled up. I guess the the truck that had gone before him was in first place. It was this uh, military-looking truck. The driver rolled up, put his tire, and rolled up on the other tire of, the, of, of that truck that was in first place. And me being a novice, I was like, oh, wow, I think he messed up. And then there's an there's announcer. It's like, oh, no, calling out whatever combat car, whatever the name of that truck was. And then Rose was like, oh, no, no. Gravedigger was taunting that other truck. I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> they just roll up like that, like, oh, throw one tire up on the other. Oh, I'm coming for you. Again, pro wrestling, you, I'm going to get you. But this ain't predetermined. <laughs> the determination is, will the truck hold together? <laughs> will will the truck hit the angle correctly or have have a tire come off? <laughs> or or lose the entire chassis? <laughs> it was, yeah, zombie at the end of its run like has, has a big zombie face. And it, on, on, on the big jump, the zombie face came off. <laughs> The hand and they had the two big zombie arms in the front. Yeah. It, overall, we, we yeah we we had a good tie. Was just like into it. Like anytime I Rosa tried to get a video of him and he just wave he waved her off. Tiger, acting like a fifteen year old even though he's two. Like t- uh, Rosa's like, hey Tiger, wave to the camera. And he just like, nah. <laughs> I'm watching the trucks go. <laughs> Do you understand what's going on, Mama? I'm watching the trucks. <laughs> he was all in, and and then we hit his time limit. It was like around, it was around right around five o'clock, and he was like trying to climb out of the chair. And he's like, and then Rose was like, we read his energy. Oh no, he's done. We we got to go. Like there there were still several trucks that were gonna go for the for the final event, but we're like, nope. Let's try to escape. He's done. He's hit his his limit. He was tired. The, that was everything. Like yeah, I had forgotten. Like uh, I think the last sporting event I went to. I guess I went to NXT Takeover back in 2019. I think when, when a friend of mine had give me tickets. So me and my old roommate we met up at Staples and watched uh, watched NXT Takeover. But like you know, you're sitting down, but like the energy of everything that's going on around you. Is is this? It's like you are. There's you're holding up an intensity, even though you're not really moving. You are like putting energy out there. You were like intense. You're like or like we're cheering or clapping. And, you know, Tiger was clapping a lot. And, like he see us clap and he start clapping. And but like you're putting a lot of energy out, and you don't realize how much energy you're expending because of the excitement. Like it reminds me of the old. You'll pay for the whole seat, but you're only gonna use the edge. <laughs> and yeah, it's like, and we leave, and like we we make the long walk down, and we walk around the stadium, and it's like, oh my god, we're exhausted. And Russell's like, what? We were just sitting for two hours. Why are we so exhausted? I'm like, no, we we gave our energy to the trucks. <laughs> they we got excited, and we 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 fed them our energy. Again, like pro wrestling, when the, when the wrestler reaches out and then the crowd gives them the energy, the trucks were revving up and then we're giving them our energy. We're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're in the truck and we are exhausted. Uh, we're, we're in our 
SUV and we're exhausted. We're like sitting there, like we were, we were pinned down for like a good 30, 40 minutes before we could make our way to the back exit to try to escape and go get food. But yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun experience. Like I half joked, oh, we spent more time trying to get in, getting out than the stadium. But the, the, those two hours inside the stadium, it was a lot of fun. I, I, I didn't know what to expect. I, I, I knew it was going to be entertaining, but I, I didn't know I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. I was like, oh, wow, this, this was really fun. And it, it, it really was. Like, all the kids were, like, there were so many kids. <laughs> we were joking. It was like, well, we were too under the minimum for the kids because it was. I felt like there was a bunch of three-kid families or four-kid families. <laughs> it's like, oh, apparently we need to, like, bring some other parents' kids with us <laughs> to... It's like we didn't like there. There was a literal baby, baby sitting next to us. There, there was a couple with their like. It looks like they had like eight or nine year old kid, and they had a baby, baby. Like she couldn't have been older than like seven or eight months. <laughs> she was a baby, and I was like, "Hi, hi, little baby, hi, little baby." Because I'm, I'm a dad now. That's what I do. I'm like, "Oh, hey, baby, hi, baby." And I was like, and then I I see strollers all over the place, and there, yeah, a bunch of kids, you know, probably Ty's age, or, and it's like there's a bunch of little kids all with their with with their earmuffs on. I'm like, this is a family show. I'm like, because I wasn't sure, like, what's the target demographic? I didn't want to get all stereotypical. It's like, is this gonna be a whole bunch of rednecks? I mean, my wife's a big fan, but she's not a redneck. <laughs> I'm like, I figured she's outside of the Venn diagram the fans for this I'm like but what is inside the Venn diagram but no it's children parents bring in their children because at the end of the day children love this stuff they, they, they were promoting the Hot Wheels they were promoting the Spin Master toys one of the trucks is a Bakugan Bakugan Dragonoid <laughs> oh that, that, was, that was the other little thing I, I kept noticing about the 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 announce because you know the announcers they're just talking the whole time, but everything was very carefully branded, and it like they made sure they read the in every sponsor's name in its entirety. Um, I, I I compared it to like having a an idiocracy. If if you've ever seen that movie, how that one guy oh they pay me I have to say brought to you by Carl's Jr. At the end of every sentence I say brought to you by Carl's Jr. Oh, uh, Ryan asked. Ryan asked, "Did they have those truck wrecking robots?" No, uh, they they did not have Motozilla or Truckzilla. I think maybe that's more of like an old school thing, uh, because they did, there wasn't like I think there was only one like car that was smashed that they had in the infield. Because uh, I think the big difference was like as Rosa had shown us the videos and like I think one of the, the video we watched was like it was like the, the the finals in Orlando at the Camping World Stadium like a, like a giant stadium like a big football field where where Angel Stadium used to be a football field but they they retro once the Rams left 25 years ago and the Angels started getting a little bit better they retrofitted they they kind of remodeled the stadium they they put that big waterfall in the, in the middle of the center field and that big patch of grass just doing nothing <laughs> Next to it. It, 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 it was smaller. And I was like, oh, this I, this is like a more um, more challenging track for these Monster Jam drivers. We're like, oh, they, they have less real estate to work with. So they have to be a little bit more creative. 
in the moves that they're doing because uh, yeah that, that's how like my, my you know amateur analysis from from what I've seen I'm like oh okay because the big stadium shows they got you know 100 yards of football field to be just going back and forth where this one they were kind of traveling in a triangle uh, uh, around the baseball diamond yeah but, but yeah the the brought to you by Carl's Jr. it was like every single time it's like oh it was uh, let's go to the original super glue glue on replay like every time it's not good let's go to the replay it's let's go to the original super glue glue on replay <laughs> make sure you get your spin master oh it's uh, it, there was some truck that was sponsored by Hoonigan. <laughs> and like every time, they didn't just say the truck's name. It's like, you had to say the truck's name and the sponsor every time. But those sponsors are definitely getting their money's worth for, for the sponsorships that they are paying. Like Everything that was branded with a sponsor, they made sure you know who the sponsor was. <laughs> It was just yeah, it was it was comedic to me just to watch watch it happen in real time. It's like oh, okay, I see what y'all doing. I'm like I'm gonna go home and buy some super glue because you guys said the original super glue no less than a hundred times <laughs> every time they went to a replay. And it wasn't just Dragonoid, it was Bakugan Dragonoid from the Team Spin Master. The whole sentence, like a pimp named Slickback. You don't just say Slickback, you gotta say the whole thing. <laughs> That's what it felt like. <laughs> At least just to me. <laughs> I cannot speak for the other, you know, 15,000 or 20,000 people. That place was packed. Packed. I I had no idea. In my head, I'm like, oh, maybe the stadium will be half full. No, it was. And this like, like, like the the field level, the the stuff that's like the closest to the the baseball that was, that was tarped off. They had a they make a safety zone on the off chance something flies off from one of these trucks or the if a truck happens to lose control. I mean, they're professionals. Like, I think the most I ever saw, I saw one of them rub one of the walls. And that was just like you know just happenstance, but yeah, that they, they there was a bunch of tarped off sections, but anything where there was a seat, there were people. I did not see like empty seats. It was ooh, a sea of people. It was I, I I was impressed. I was like, oh wow, this place is packed. I thought we were just gonna waltz in. No. They, they only come around once a year and people are like yep we're gonna pack this house the one time of year they come through Anaheim but yeah that that, that, that was pretty interesting I, I enjoyed myself I had fun I when they come around next year we're gonna go again uh, Rose has already said this is gonna be a an annual thing we're gonna take Ty as long as he's like super excited about it we're taking him and if he doesn't get excited about it then just mommy and daddy will go <laughs> He can stay with Nani, if he don't. If, if for if for some weird reason, when he's like six or seven, he's like, ah, oh, nah, I'm not in the trucks anymore. Uh, I'm into postmodern art. I'm like, what? Who are you? <laughs> you love wheels, not nah, dad. I love Monet now. <laughs> I love Picasso. 
because every time Rosa takes him to the Huntington, that 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 that's our that's our current uh, weekend activity for Tiger or day off activity is uh, Rosa will take him to the Huntington. So you got the annual membership. Last year it was the the Arboretum in Arcadia. This year it's the Huntington. So he gets both ends of culture, highbrow and lowbrow culture. <laughs> Ty is going to be a very versatile, versatile young man. <laughs> he's going to he's going to know all about monster trucks and, and and fine art from Mama, and he's going to know all about movies and video games from Dada. <laughs> Speaking of games, yeah, yeah, um, I, I'm not a Pokemon guy, but apparently yesterday, <laughs> the the Pokemon people, even though. A Pokemon game just came out like a month ago, that Pokemon Legends Arceus. Even though three months ago they released the remakes of Diamond and Pearl on the Switch, I, I guess the Pokemon team has been working in secret for the last year and a half or whatever. Uh, they're putting out new Pokemon ninth, ninth generation Pokemon games at the end of this year, which uh, I was very surprised. All, all my Nintendo rep friends. On social media, we're posting this up. I'm like, what? Scarlet and Violet, they, they brought back colors. I, f- they, I feel like they haven't used colors since, like, uh, I, honestly, like, Fire Gold and Soul Silver. Because after, after a while, I think there was, what, the, the 3DS ones were just called X and Y? <laughs> and then Moon and Sun? <laughs> and I'm like, when did they abandon colors? Like, when they went, because I remember the last color ones were black and white, I think. Because they went diamond and pearl. And then they went black and white. And after that, they were like, we just gave up on the color thing. <laughs> it's just X and Y now. <laughs> moon and sun. Ultra moon, ultra sun. <laughs> black two and white two. <laughs> yeah, this time they're like scarlet and violet. And, uh, yeah, it was... And I, I think I I'd showed... Um, I, I showed Rosa the, the Pokemon. And, no, and then there was a very... Uh, uh, Latin American flair to to these Pokemon, especially in in the naming. <laughs> so I, I don't know if that was like they're they deciding to to shift to to a different region. It's, it's going to be a very uh, yeah. The, the starters had very um. Uh, what what would you call the the names, honey? The what? Remember I showed you those Pokemon and they had very like uh like Mayan or Aztec names. Yeah. What were the names? I I forget what the names were, but they they definitely had the oh, the the QT. Like yeah, it was like one was Fuego, and then the other one had like a QT, all like you know like Quetzal. Quetzal yeah, it had a, had a Quetzal in it, and I was like, whoa, that's very uh, you know uh, Latin American. Yeah, yeah like the, the the yeah the 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 duck had like a Q name, I think yeah, the 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 Quaxal. Quaxal, yeah, the, the the duck was Quaxal. <laughs> And then it was Fuego Gator or something, and then, and then the cat was like had another like cutesy Latinist. And I'm like, oh, it feels like maybe they might be going a Latin American flavor instead of the what they've done for the last you know twenty some odd years. Yeah, no, they they they've gone back to colors. That was like it used to just be because the OG Pokemon was like red and blue. And then they put out uh, green or yellow and or green, depending on where you were. Uh, and then it was a, uh, uh, what was a, a, a silver and gold, and then crystal. 
and then it was diamond, pearl, and platinum. And then oh, ruby and sapphire. I missed yeah, ruby and sapphire. I remember those are the ones that came out and, and emerald. Those are the ones that came out when I was working for GameStop back in back in that era, like 2004, 2005. Like ruby and emerald, and fire red and leaf green. Was the, they did the remakes of the originals. So yeah, no, they, so scarlet and violet are coming out this year, which it's very much of a concern to me because I mean, it's, oh man, I got we're gonna have to order a bunch of those at work, and I have to deal with a whole lot of orders when that comes through. <laughs> and then, and then I, I was going over the list with, with the boss today. I'm like, all right, boss, so we got a lot of Nintendo first party nonsense this year. I was I just read off everything. I'm like, yeah, so we got this and this and this. We got to deal with Switch Sports. <laughs> we got to deal with Splatoon three. <laughs> We got Breath of the Wild 2, and now we got this Pokemans, and a whole bunch of other smaller titles that we're going to carry, which will also, like, hopefully, like, we get, there's a Kirby game next month, there's Advance Wars, which I'm personally excited about, because I've always loved the Advance Wars games, going back to the Game Boy Advance, I love me and my, I love my tactical military games, where I send out my trucks, send out my tanks, Send out my, my airplanes. Let's go. Sprigadito. There you go. Yeah. Oh, you looked them up. Grass cat. Grass cat. Yep. Sprigadito. Fuego guitar. No, fue coco. Fue coco. That's right. Yeah. Fire croc. Uh huh. Quaxley. Duckling. The one that looks like Donald Duck. Uh, if, if I were to play this game, that would be my starter. I'd be picking the duck. Because <laughs> he's cute and reminds me of Donald Duck. And I get angry and cute like Donald. That's why I identify with him so much. <laughs> Torrent. Ernest and Tidy Duckling. <laughs> I love how they like go in depth to give them personality. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling you'd be the cat. The capricious attention-seeking grass cat. <laughs> that cat is high. All, all, all the grass types, they always look like they're having a good time. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, within the last 24 hours, I'm sure someone's making a joint. And, like, naming it Sprigadito. Sprigadito. Blend or or hybrid. <laughs> So yes, that that was announced yesterday, and and speaking of video games, I guess there there was a, some sort of a retro game expo going on this past weekend as well. My the boss man was out there, and the boss is now like he he's uh, he uh, after he did a YouTube video in 2019, and ever since he did that YouTube video where he he, he revealed uh, like a portion of. Of, of our of the warehouse that we work in, he uh, at least in the in the collector community, people know who he is now. And he he was telling me today, like, oh no, everywhere he went, people were like, hey, they they, they were calling out his name or calling out his his um his 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 screen name or his his, his online handle. And he was just a uh, a popular guy, <laughs> and he he is not accustomed to this type of um. 
I mean, it's not like he's not like super famous, but at least w- within the realm that he likes to operate, which is like retro video games and video game collecting, everybody knows who he is now. And I, I think he's still trying to figure out what this means. <laughs> I think uh, I, I think one part is kind of good. Like he's gonna like find new customers, but another part is like he can't like sneak up on people and make a good deal now because everyone's gonna know. Oh, you're the guy, and they're the, uh, people are gonna probably like charge him premiums for like. Oh, you want these you know rare such and such games? Oh, oh, you're the guy. So we know you have money. <laughs> Because we, when we did that little uh, uh, the, the the gaming pop up a couple months ago, like he didn't want to go because he's like, oh, uh, would okay. Ryan Tanaka here on Facebook Live asked, "Would you say your work has almost every notable console game ever made?" Uh, I would say for maybe for the last three generations like for like you know PS4, PS3 and PS2 like if we were to use that as kind of like a uh, we either have new or used probably like everything from like you know like PS2, GameCube Xbox going forward like before I because obviously we, we don't have everything because they, they've been the, the stories that they tell me sometimes of like oh we had, you know, 15,000 copies of Pokemon Yellow, and we just couldn't get rid of them, so we just sold them for, like, 5 bucks each, but they'd be worth, like, 200 bucks each now, but they didn't know that in 19-whatever, <laughs> 98 or 2001, when they'd, like, ugh, nobody wanted it back then. And they just cleared out, you know, a bunch of Pokemon Yellows. Uh, I think... I think through my boss's hands, he's either held or owned every single console game at least going back to like Super NES maybe because my boss is younger than me but between him and the rest of um, the, the the company yeah they, they've they've had their hands in a lot of things hey, like it's funny we just announced another another game that we're going to be doing the, the US distribution on it's like all these like they, they keep bringing back all these old Nintendo, all these old NES games and Super NES games. That, that That's what's going on right now in gaming. Uh, does he have, uh, he has his own awesome personal game room. I, I think he wants to make his awesome personal game room, but right now everything's in boxes. There, there is a room in the warehouse which would make most nerds' ga- heads explode. Like if you, there, there's this room which just has like a lot of his stuff. And anytime I've gone in there, like I always see something I'm like, "What the fuck you have this?" <laughs> it's like every time I've gone in there, <laughs> it's this room that like, you know, not everyone has permission. I can, I'm I'm one of the few people where I, I can walk into that room and not be reprimanded <laughs> or not be told, "Hey, hey, don't go in there." I'm I'm allowed to go into this room, but I I don't abuse this privilege. I I've, I've gone up. One I remember there I was looking for I think I was looking for. Uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic Part Two. I'm like you've got to have one in there. <laughs> I I'm gonna go see if you have one. Because I, I I was gonna be like I want to borrow it so I can I can stream it. And so I go up there and I go into the the, the OG Xbox section and I go oh, oh there you go there's three copies of it right there I'm like. <laughs> 
Yeah, he, 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 yeah, he's just like stacks and stacks and stacks of like previous generations, like older generations. He, it's like there, so there's this, there's a room in his, in, in the warehouse of like his stash, but that's not even everything. There's a bunch of stuff that's like, he has stuff like boxed up everywhere. Like, cause he, his, his personal goal at some point, he, he wants to create like a video game museum. There's a bunch of stuff. Like he wants to buy a bunch of my personal Nintendo stuff because he wants to put it in the museum or his own game room whenever he does build that. He wants a bunch of like like my, my Mario statue that you you can see in my, my other gaming channel or sometimes I, I like to take photos with it. He wants that. He's like, hey, I'll you know I'll give you the money and then you just you just leave it here. You can still have it on your desk, but the, it'll be mine. <laughs> I'm like, no. This is the coolest thing I have with my name on it. <laughs> if I need to sell it to get Tiger into college, then maybe, maybe 15 years from now, if if we really desperately need something for tea, that's when I'll be like, okay, I'll I'll sell the statue at that point, and I'll be like, okay, if we need something important for Tiger, then that's when I'm like, all right, here's my price. Pay me. Need the money for Tiger. That that right now that that's the um that that that's the barometer for like me selling the statue. I'm like it's I I I would only part with it if it was something important for T. But I, I think my boss is like he wants to prey on that at some point because he he wants my Mario statue because only people who worked there and won the award can get these. But yeah, he he has a, he has a crazy collection. Like I think he he, he today like he, at the expo he bought a PS3 uh, game kiosk, the, the the kind you would find. Like I I kept telling him, like, let me go see it. Uh, but I, I was like, he kept me busy. Like, I was at my desk pretty much the entire day. Uh, I I couldn't go. He he had a, a couple of the other guys help unload it from his from his truck and put it in the warehouse. I I want to go. I'm like, I'll go give it a once over. I'm like, I want to see if it's a first gen. <laughs> like me, I'm like being the, the 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 nerdy rep that I am. I'm like, oh, I need to see if it's a first gen PS3 or a second gen PS3 kiosk. If it's like, you know, if it's like the, the black and red ones from the OGs or is it, is it all blue? Did, they, did it get did it get fixed up? Did they did they did they catch it before the the remodel? <laughs> which which version of PS3 was inside of it? That's <laughs> just me like being super rep nerdy about it because you know especially that era the, the the Wii PS3 360 that that's I was out there on the ground floor fighting that, that quote unquote war I would see the other displays at Target at Walmart at GameStop you know at Best Buy I, I, I of course I could look I'd be working on mine you know especially when it's tight quarters at, at a GameStop I'd be on my Wii but you know there's usually the PS3 or 360 would be next to me and I'd uh, I always size it up. I'm like, what are they doing that we're not doing? <laughs> what kind of like information can I gleam off this so I could pass it along to to my my display guys? Because they, they would ask for the, the the back when I worked for the big gray N. They wanted ideas. Hey, if if you see anything out there, take a photo, and we we'll, we can pass it along to display guys. That way, when we need to remodel these or when the next system comes out, we'll have you know. Any any cool ideas you see, we can try to implement them on the next version of these displays. You know, it's like there's, there's no no sense to not take a good idea if we don't see one out there. Because I think they they even I remember 
they, they had a contest. It's like, oh, help us design the, the Wii U display. And where I sat down and, and I hammered out some really bad blueprints and, and turned them in of, what, of like how I thought, oh, this is how we could display the Wii U. And then they, they came up with something completely like crazy pants, which I installed. And it drove me mad and made me quit. Ha! Ah. But yeah, there was, there was a game expo. And it was mostly just like a bunch of guys selling older games. It was, it was a retro game expo, I think. If I had gone out there, it would have been to try to play a bunch of old stuff. Stuff that I don't have access to. Because <laughs> I remember when I, when I went to the Penny Arcade Expo last in 2013... Uh, and then they had they had this crazy gaming room where like oh they had every game available like the the limit was just what do you think <laughs> like go through this catalog we have every uh, they, they someone's personal game collection was there and they set up a bunch of retro systems and I was like oh I want to play Jet Grind Radio on the Sega Dreamcast we can do that boom 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 here you go I'm like oh cool <laughs> and then we're foolish like I want to play Beautiful Joe on GameCube even though I could do that at home. <laughs> My dumbass, like, well, I, I think at that point I didn't have my GameCube at my apartment. I think my GameCube was it was in, it was in my mom's garage. I mean, my 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 whole GameCube collection was like locked. It was in my mom's garage. I'm like, well, I don't have it now. I'm like, I can play it right here while I'm here, here in Seattle. <laughs> I'm a fire up old, old beautiful Joe. And I, like, honestly, I think I just wanted to show off, but then I hadn't played it in years, so I was terrible. It's <laughs> like, oh my god. I need to wrap it up anyway. But yeah, I think that would have been what I was doing if I had gone to the... I, I, I was telling myself, like, oh, if I go, I'll, I'll just record a bunch of videos for our YouTube page. But I was like, no, i probably just, like, go to, like... Because when I worked the show three years ago, I, I, I didn't really go out and see anything. Only only when my, my then-fiancé, currently wife, came down, we walked around and looked at some cool stuff. But I didn't get to go to the... The, the makeshift arcade they made or the, the area with the free play where you can uh, play whatever games. I, I think I think that's where I, I, what I would want to do the next time I go to some, you know, expo like that. I just want to sit down and play some old stuff that I, I normally can't play. Like, I'd really, was it? I was, <laughs> I keep wanting to play Battletoads Double Dragon on the Super Nintendo, even though I know it's, like, probably an incredibly difficult game. <laughs> but it's just, like, I remember reading about that game. And I'm like, I want to play that game. <laughs> And that thing's not that that game's not going to show up on the Nintendo Switch Online. I'm sure there's some licensing issues, especially since the Battletoads are owned by like Microsoft now. So, yeah, game expos. Yeah, my 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 wife, my wife reminded me this past weekend how I, I had wanted to do a a gaming thing at Pete's uh, comic shop. I wanted to uh, set up a PS2 and a and TV and have a have a have a fighting game tournament. And it's like even the the pandemic happened, you know, baby and pandemic happened. So I kind of put a kibosh on that. But now Pete has a bigger store now. And it's like we I'm like could do it if you know, I don't know. I think it would be fun. Break out my my my, my Shadow Blade, uh, fighting game sticks and the, and the PS2. And fire up some old SNK fighters and see who who wants to come down and test their might, or even break out the Street Fighter 
Alpha Anthology or the Street Fighter Anniversary Collection for PS2. I, I have a lot of fighting games on PS2 personally. But yeah, they, that the, the, my wife uh, reminded me of that this past week. I'm like, yeah, I did want to do that. Maybe that's something in the future. Maybe in next year or the year after we can try to do something on a small scale. It's like, Dre's Geek Philosophy Gaming. Because what's been happening in these last few weeks, I, I've been putting out a lot of unboxing videos. That, 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 that's my That's been my new strategy now on, on, on the YouTube. And uh, the boss had me do an unboxing video for um, the Grand Theft Auto trilogy on PS2. We, one of one of our clients, that they, they kept they were they were questioning like, does this come with the manuals or not? And and then the, the boss said, hey Dre, grab a copy of GTA trilogy and do an unboxing video, and, you know, post it on your YouTube and then send me the link so I can send it to the client. Because he, he had found a couple videos, but then there was one guy who was just like dead silent the entire time, and it was just like it's, it was it was, it was kind of creepy. <laughs> it was like it's, they're just silent, just opening it, just quietly, just like it was like a snuff film. <laughs> it's like that's weird. Like my boss, like hey, just do one of your videos. Because like the last week I had started doing unboxing videos, and it was. Uh, Getting a little traction because a lot of times when I post some of the game videos, like sometimes it's like you know one or two views. <laughs> a good business is reprinting game manuals, yeah, because that's a rare thing now. Trying to find all the get good scans of these manuals and then make new physical versions. So yeah, we I I did this unboxing video of, of the GTA trilogy and we found no, it does not have the game manuals. They 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 put in the map of each game, you know. So, you know, you get the Liberty City map on GTA 3, you get the Vice City map on Vice City and you get the San Andreas map on San Andreas. But there was a little card in GTA 3 that said, "Oh, if you'd like to see the man there's digital versions of the manuals you can download by going to such and such website." I guess Rockstar Games, like they, they have the old manuals digitally available, which you know it's very uh, uh, earth conscious, but also cost effective. <laughs> like, hey, we're not gonna spend money printing these things out, making these things heavier, so it costs more to ship, costs more to produce. Now we're cutting costs. Uh, that's thing when I was I was opening up uh, a PS2 game. Uh, one, of, one of my old PS2 games on the video, and I was like, "Look at the the, the, the old the the 2005 era PS2 case is nice and thick, has the little memory card holder. You you find a PS2 game that was printed maybe like four or five years ago, um, and they they were still printed up until like three years ago. PS2 games they were. My boss got a bunch of the final printings of PS2 games." And those cases that they were using are much more economical, flimsier, weaker. It's not the the same hard plastic. It's oh, they're using less material. Oh, good for the environment, but also good for the wallet. <laughs> it's cheaper for them to produce. And then yeah, and as we discovered, oh, some of these PS2 games, oh, they may not have reprinted the manuals for these. They're like, no, we're not gonna shell out. Full color manuals? Heck no! Rockstar's like, here's a PDF. Here's a link to a PDF. That was funny because um, was it two weeks ago? Nintendo announced, oh, they 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 put Earthbound on the uh, Nintendo Switch Online. 
but that that game came with its own strategy guide. But obviously, then that strategy guide is worth a couple hundred dollars. So Nintendo on their website, oh, they're like, oh, here, here's a link. You you can see a PDF of the old uh, instruction booklet slash strategy guide. And I saved that link in my bookmarks because I've been I, I was dabbling with Earthbound here and they're like, oh, cool, I have another chance to play Earthbound and totally get my butt whipped. <laughs> Taking a, a little boy in a baseball bat to try to stop a bunch of aliens invading the Earth. It's a fun game, but it's incredibly hard. Hence why they included the strategy guide when you bought it back in 1990-whatever. But nevertheless, go check out my YouTube. There's a bunch of fun unboxing videos. I've been doing, I, I didn't get a chance to do one today. So I, I brought a game home. I might do it after the, the podcast is done here. And do a quick, uh, it's a, they're like quick, like two minute videos. I crack open an old game. I think normally a lot of these unboxings, they're, they're cracking open sealed games. I'm, like, I'm just going through my all my old stuff that I've already opened. I'm like, <laughs> no sense cracking open sealed games. I'm like, I already got these plenty of these old games that are, like, I still have, as they call it in collecting, CIB, complete inbox. Because I'm, I'm always been that kind of collector. I'm like, I don't like throwing out the boxes. I keep the whole thing. And this this might be good for my YouTube channel. Because I've picked up like four subscribers in the last week and a half. And that GTA video, that thing has like, I think it's going to hit like 100 views, which is, for my dinky little channel, it's, that's huge. <laughs> 100 views. What? Dinky, yes. Dink, rinky dinky. <laughs> for my rinky dinky little YouTube channel. It's like, honest, I think, although sometimes like, I'm a former Nintendo rep. I should be like, I should be like throwing more information out there and catching a cease and desist. <laughs> To, to get my YouTube my YouTube channel, <laughs> I should I should take a bunch of the the, the old uh, find all the old paperwork. I should just do YouTube videos of me perusing this old you know for for Nintendo eyes only paperwork. I'm sure that'll I'll I'll, I'll get a whole bunch of views and a letter from a Nintendo lawyer because <laughs> I'm sure there's some sort of like lifelong NDA I didn't know I signed or something. <laughs> but yes, please, yeah. A lot, a lot of, a lot of fun stuff happening on the YouTube channel. Lots of views. Lots of, lots of new subscribers. I, I might get to that hundred sub goal that I, I, I kept touting about last year. If we get to the hundred subs, I get to rename the, the URL from you know random number, random letter to youtube.com forward slash Dre's Geek Philosophy. So that's, that, 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 that's the, that's the goal here. And yeah. Apparently my boss having me do the GTA like it's funny because I, I got really salty, right? So like this GTA video doing really good. And then the next day I'm like, alright, cool. I'm gonna break out one of my favorite Game Boy Advance games. I have complete in box. I'm gonna do a video on this. It's gonna follow up to this this GTA. Like, oh cool, I'm gonna break out this really rare game. Do the video, post it up. No views for three days. It was at a fat zero until like this morning. I guess I got I got I got one pity view this morning. And I was like, nah. I, I was I, I was I, I took it personal. <laughs> and I was telling my boss like, dude, it's GTA. GTA is gonna get people are just constantly searching Grand Theft Auto on YouTube. And I guess people <laughs> press the thumbs up and subscribe. Yeah, it's, oh, it, it hurts my soul when I when I have to like say stuff like that in the videos. I'm like. I, I, I do the 
the thing at the end where I'm like, okay, please make sure to you know subscribe. We, I, I, I watch some vlogs on YouTube and they, they they have the constant. They even have the little noises like click click, thumbs up, subscribe, like the video, <laughs> comment. It's comment like, hit the notifications and subscribe. I was just like, oh man, I, sm- oh, that's the other one. Smash that like button. Oh. It's like I, I hate those tropes, but I was just like, ah, oh, I don't want to do them. But if I if I want to, I have to like, I do have to encourage people to to do that at some point because you know, not you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. If you don't tell people to sub, then they're not gonna sub. <laughs> There's no like, well, I guess he doesn't want a subscription then. <laughs> but it's just like, ah, I just feel so like it's it's disingenuous. It goes it goes against my. Uh, my beliefs. Like if they, if if I put out good content, then they're gonna want to subscribe. I I don't have to beg for subs. <laughs> but nevertheless, please go sub <laughs> if you haven't already. I'm sure. I'm sure most of you who watch this uh, live or watch or watch the podcast, you you either are never gonna sub. You either already have subbed or you're never gonna sub. There's no like in between. <laughs> Anyway, of course, please follow us on social media. I do this at the end of the show. Uh, at DreGB Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook. Uh, the Twitter game has been... Uh, I haven't been putting as much energy into Twitter as I had in the past weeks. I, I put... I think, well, no, last week I posted up something hilarious and I got a bunch of reaction, but... I, I haven't gone too much to Twitter this week. I've just I've been very tired. Parent life. It's tiring. <laughs> Share on Facebook. Like on Instagram. Again, you know, the YouTube page. Make sure you go there. Check that out. Like and subscribe. Hit smash that like button. Burp, burp, burp. <laughs> and and if, if you want to be awesome like Ryan... Tanaka and Daniel Wong. You want to be a patron of the show. The, 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 those guys are go above and beyond. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast if you want to help contribute to this madness financially. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Wow, I, I, I came on. I'm like, oh, you know, I'll talk about the things for about 20, 30 minutes and then I'll just wrap up the show. Once I start talking video games, it's just, oh, look, an hour and two minutes. <sighs> Sorry, honey another long one hashtag phrasing thank you for watching thank you for listening we'll catch you guys next time have yourselves uh, ryan warren thank you for for being on here live with me and commenting we'll see you guys next week have a good night and this next part i do it just for my wife